everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, where it's two guys take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy. And you, my friend, the listener, are getting a degree in common sense. We are broadcasting live from the HB5 studios right here in beautiful downtown historic Concord, North Carolina. I be your host, Biggin, and how about you? We've got a great show lined up for you, as always. But before I begin, let me introduce you to the second half of this flaky biscuit. That's right, I'm talking about the pride of Anderson, South Carolina, 2016's honorable mention father of the year, the inventor of the redneck egg roll. Give it up on old mic number one, it's Mojo! Happy anniversary, hey, Southern bye. Fry Philosophy Podcast. How about that? We one year. It. We did it. One year. Been waiting to say that for a while. For a whole year. That's right. Hey, thanks everyone for tuning in this week. Uh, this is the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. You can find us at the Facebooks at Southern Fried Philosophy. You can also find us at Twitter and Instagram at SFP Radio. Um, you can also find us on the interwebs at com. Also, please go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and uh, subscribe. Listen, we've been asking you for a year to go out there That's and right. subscribe. It, give, give us some love. Time, Time's over, y'all. <laughs> Get out there. Just hit subscribe. You don't even have to listen to the episode. That's right. Just hit subscribe. That's all we're asking. And give us a review. Well, yeah, and say these guys are awesome. Now, we appreciate you guys. Um, We're here because you guys are tuning in and listening, so I guess Mm -hmm. we want to talk and you want to listen, so here we go. Mama C, this is for you. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, we're we're the number one podcast in Netherlands. Are we really? I I don't know if that, but uh, our our numbers are up in the Netherlands. Facts are optional. We just make stuff up. 98% 98% of facts we are, are always We are up. 100% fake news. We are like the CNN of <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> Boy, they've had a rough week. Ooh, you're not kidding. <laughs> you are not kidding. Oh, man. Anyway, so, but, so big and how you been doing? Oh, man, I tell you what, I'm living life right now. Things were, uh, were going good. Work started to calm down just a little bit. Life uh, started going on easy street, yeah. I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of a sudden, I get a, go out to help my wife bring in some groceries and she's shaking. And I'm, uh-oh, what happened? Something good. Something. I was just like, what What in the world? Um, she's shaking. She's a little nervous. Uh, I hit the car. I hit something. I had an accident. First off, first thought, one, you okay? Right. That, you know, if you if you don't do that, you're not a good husband. So, um, one, are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. Two, is the car okay? Mm, well, hmm. <laughs> what was his name? The third one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, third question is how that happened. Right. Never expected in my life to ever hear the word mm, fire hydrant got me. Oh, I was going to guess pedestrian. No, thank goodness okay. it wasn't a pedestrian. It was a fire hydrant. So I was like, <laughs> wait, what? What just happened? Um, and then I, I rounded the corner to look at the, the damage. The dent. It, mm, I wish it was a dent. Dude, <laughs> it took off. So you couldn't call Dent Wizard. Mm-mm, no, okay. sir. No, sir. This was a, a dent that could not be repaired. Uh, mm. It All the way down the side of the car. Like, from, from the beginning of the door, all the way down that door. Then it started to hold another section of the first door mm. all the way down the other. I was like, what just happened? It's like a can opener. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It was it was pretty bad. And so, what just happened is she said, well, a car stopped in front of her, so she swerved out of the way. Sure. Did that happen? Did that hurt the car? No. It was when she pulled out of said uh, parking lot that she did not see the fire hydrant and uh, completely totaled our car. 
less uh, probably within less than a mile of the house too probably oh right? yeah oh yeah, yeah this like, was like maybe a mile yeah i that. think it's what most accidents happen like mm. within a mile of the house nailed yeah. it hey thanks baby for uh, staying in the statistics appreciate that <laughs> you're just a statistic <laughs> that's right so totaled the car we had to spend uh all day trying to find uh, this past uh, memorial or sorry the fourth of july right. try to figure out a new car so uh, wanted to give a shout out to my man Anthony here from Scar Clark Nissan. Anthony, uh, Brandon, you did a fantastic job. Hey, if you guys need uh, a car, go see Anthony Scar Clark <laughs> Nissan. I'm sure he will ship cross country and maybe the Netherlands. It may be. Yeah. If you're in the Netherlands and you need a Nissan, that's or Tokyo, where, that's where we got, you go. Yeah. Or boys in Tokyo or yeah. India or wherever. Wherever. Yeah. Uh, have, mon- have money, we'll ship. <laughs> but he did a good job. That's um, awesome. Uh, a I hate things- car shopping though. You know, so here's some tips, and Anthony's probably going to get mad at me for saying this, but one, always buy at the end of the month. Mm. Um, always, like, the very last day of the month, that's when you go in. Um, and then you go in, like, right at sales at the end of close. Uh, mm. of, of the Desperate to get out. Yeah, they want to get out. They want to be done. They close just, that deal. Yep. So there you go. So just some helpful tips there for you. I used to just walk in. I'm like, I'm angry, and I love to haggle. <laughs> so there we go. I, I will say I'm proud of myself. I walked out of four car dealerships. Good. Yeah, uh, without buying, so... There you go. I think I'd rather. I'd almost rather spend an afternoon interviewing lawyers than going to buy a car. I don't know. I like it. I really enjoy it. Just being able to listen, like ride in different right, cars, right, and then just have fun with the with the dealership. So, but, but see, when I go to the car shopping, it's mm-hmm. usually like I want a two seat muscle car. Okay, so I like just I go out and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really interested in this Mustang GT with mm-hmm. a you know six speed and just <laughs> <laughs> how fast can she go? So. <laughs> And my I, driving record proves that. So. <laughs> nice. Well done, sir. Uh, so uh, let me ask you, how you been doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm a lot better than I was last Wednesday. Yeah, so buddy. That's the reason why we didn't have a podcast drop mm-hmm. this week is because uh, I spent a uh, an evening with uh, the fine nurses at the Carolina Medical Center. Mm. Uh, a little had a little hiccup and some testing, so they slapped me in there and so I could uh, dine on some fine, heart-healthy, salt-free food no, for the night. Sure, and, that was uh, delicious. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You got 12 channels and uh, <laughs> some great, delicious food. So. <laughs> yeah, Sounds but, like the way to no, go, but, uh, it, It's just part of the game with the heart transplant. So yeah. if you haven't heard, if you're just tuning in for the first time, heart transplant episode was my first episode. Just kind of uh, a uh, look back at what where we started and kind of uh, our stories, the first and second episode. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was good, but then got out the next day, and uh, luckily the testing came back negative so far, so... I have no rejection and um, just glad to be out. I mean, you know, it's, that's that's just one place you don't want to spend a lot of time. You, mean, so. you don't enjoy just hanging out there. Just, you know, I spent, you know, I've spent a little bit of time in the hospital, so you know, I, I don't mind. The cool thing was the uh, some of the nurses uh, from the heart anniversary episode that I had my one year mm-hmm. heart anniversary came oh, yeah. by came by to check on me in the hospital. <laughs> so that was always good. So, and uh, our pastor who's been on the podcast came by and brought me some Chick Fil A, which was. Well done, I, sir. I don't know how he smuggled that in. That was <laughs> that was awesome. So, but uh, yeah, that was that was quite a uh, sight to see a Chick Fil A sandwich. Oh, I bet they bring you a dinner tray and it's like oven baked chicken mm. breast, about two ounces, mm-hmm. and um, squash. So mm, yeah. sign me up for that. Yeah, sugar free Jello. Yeah, so. we we're trying to do a little bit better. And man, I would love some Chick Fil A right now. So if you want to stop by the studio and bring us some Chick Fil A, yeah. any, week, any week, any week, anytime, yeah, open yeah. invitation. Yeah. So, mm. but um. Yeah, so that was that was it. But you know, there was a lady across the hall, and um, 
she looks exactly like she looked exactly like the lady from uh, Throw Mama from the Train. <laughs> or the Goonies. Okay. She was the, the mother of the uh, the, mo- the mob guys, uh-huh. and uh, bless her heart, uh-huh. she I think she's in the midst of dementia or probably had some type of medication interaction or whatever. But it, dude, it was like every twenty or thirty minutes, she would just scream to the top of her lungs, "Baby, oh no, Marie, is that you?" I mean, just just the wow. whole time. It just mm. it, she'd see a nurse going by or a silhouette of a nurse. She's mm-hmm. like, "Hey, can you give me some coffee?" I mean, it was just. <laughs> Bring me a cigarette. Yeah, nah, stop. So uh, luckily, uh, luckily, my uh, wife brought me by some earbuds. There you and, go. And uh, slapped those in, uh, listened to some Amazon sleep music. From, okay. From my Amazon Prime <laughs> subscription. <laughs> yeah, just went to sleep and woke up the next morning after about four hours of great sleep because, uh, you know, they're they're always in there, in your sure. room checking on you. I mean, um, they have a heart monitor on you, which you mm-hmm. can't go anywhere to the hospital without it. Right. And they, they they know if you're alive or dead. But they, for some reason, they got to check your temperature at 4.30 <laughs> a.m. for some. Could they not just put a monitor on your forehead and be like, oh, okay, I can check it from here? The thing is, though, I, I already had a thermometer thing, mm. you know, on me. Careful. So I, I don't know. Where was it? I I'm I'd rather not say. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's skip that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> HIPAA loss. I can't talk as a HIPAA loss. Yeah. Well done, sir. Oh, well, that sounds like a great, inter- interesting uh, week. What about Ireland? How was that? Oh man, Ireland was a blast. Yeah, we had a we had a great time. Uh, we uh, this, this is our first international trip. Yeah, together. And um, so my wife and I we we went over there and uh, we well, the first started off we were we didn't even know if we were going to leave Charlotte. <laughs> I mean, we get there and all of a sudden we have a five hour layover. Oh my gosh! So uh, you know to 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 kill the time, what do you do? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, there's only so much internet you can read. There's only so much. So we went and sat at a I bistro a and drank. A few a, things. <laughs> we sat and drank at a bistro for like five hours. <laughs> I spaced it. So, I mean, right. it, but you know, and, uh, airport food's horrible. Oh, of course. And, uh, at least the beer was cold. But mm. we did that, and I found a great Duke hat. So that was that was a win. That was a, but that was uh, <laughs> we finally get to Jersey, which is like. Uh, you could have almost driven to Jersey. I could, uh, trust me, I, I, I told her, I was like, if we have to, I'll go rent a car. We'll go now. Oh, my gosh. But, um, we barely made our connecting flight to Ireland. Sure, of course. So we had like, I mean, we had like 45 minutes, but Jersey's a huge sure. uh, concourse and terminal for international flights. But we get there, you know, settle in finally and mm. take a deep breath and charge some phones and get on the flight. And the <laughs> flight's like seven hours. So yeah. Um, I read a lot and watched a couple of movies, and it was, it was good. Yeah, so, but, nice. Uh, as soon as we got off the plane, it's 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we had to wait like an hour and a half for our tour bus to get there. Because <laughs> you, you went with like a group of people, right? Yeah, we just all kind of yeah. convalesced and met there. But, um, which, you know, normally I would not be down for a tour mm-hmm. like bus just because I, I like the independent and just sure. hit the hit the out-of-the-way places that, you know, locals hit instead of tourists. Um, but this was actually pretty cool just because, uh, actually our bus driver was, uh, he took us to like out of the way towns, uh, just oh, nice. went on the charts and took us to a little hole in the walls and it was great. Um, cool. yeah, so Dublin, Dublin, we flew into Dublin and we just toured around and we went to Galway, which is a pretty cool seacoast town and, nice. um, Killarney, which was, you know, we spent two days there and just, we saw beautiful things. I mean, just one of those things that, you know, I'm of Irish descent from the South here and. Um, just come and see where some of my family folk came from, you know, yeah. and, uh, it was, it was great. And we, uh, it's just amazing to walk into a pub that's been open since 1482 or that's something like crazy. that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just it just mind boggling. And then um like did it the cross the thought cross your mind like Jesus could have been at this pub? He could have, yes. <laughs> but but you know just, just a lot of interesting things. Like in and um and of course Justin Bieber was in town for in Dublin, so <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Dude, it was can't go anywhere without the Biebs. He's always following me. I flew For out, real? I mean, yeah, I, fall, I flew out to Oklahoma. He was like in Oklahoma City that night. I mean, I'm like, oh it's like two in a row, two in a row. The Biebs, please. I'm not a, I'm not a believer. Yeah, so, yeah is that what it is? Yeah. Mm. So just, just quit, quit following me, please. So, Appreciate you. <clears throat> yeah, it was, it was interesting. It was also, I mean, just little things you pick up. Like it was interesting to see. Uh, uh, the Dublin or the Irish model for economics and healthcare, and um, you know all the McDonald's there had kiosk. Hmm. They, they they had very few. They had one person taking orders, and the rest was kiosk. Was it fifteen dollars an hour they were paying? They, 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 pay, they pay a very they pay a quote unquote living wage, but they also have less employees too. Right? So. Yeah. But um, it, it was it was definitely interesting. Definitely interesting. interesting. So yeah. Um, cool. uh, last night there, um, our, one of our future guests coming on from Irish whiskey mask. Yeah. Um, the last night there, we had uh, a friend of mine uh, via Facebook and mm-hmm. internet that we haven't met yet, uh, Serge, um, who is the <laughs> Sergey S- Serge. Serge. Um, he is uh, the owner of Irish Whiskey Magazine nice. there in Ireland. He came down from near Belfast, and we met up and had Holy cow. Uh, drinks down in uh, the lobby of the hotel we were staying. Nice. Just had a great time with him, and yeah. uh, got to you know uh, introduction to the magazine, and I uh, just got just had a great philosophical conversation about very cool um, life over there and it was, it was just great yeah. so looking forward to having him on the show but that, nice. was, that was probably one of the best highlights just getting to meet him after months of uh, conversation so yeah yeah very cool that's yeah. awesome that yeah, was a good time yeah sounds sounds like uh everybody should go where and in uh k set that up for us right so, yeah we have a we have a lady at our church named k who's a uh kind of a travel planner i guess, mm-hmm. I guess you say. yeah and uh yeah she set it up and um yeah I mean, definitely. I, I, I guess we need to probably get her to sponsor us first. <laughs> we'll <laughs> we'll but, drop it. Uh, yeah, but uh, no, it was great. I mean, it was a great time and yeah. um, very organized. I mean, these uh, this is the largest company out of the UK and nice. Ireland that do tours, and uh, they just did a jam up job. Cool. So um, I did find it kind of racist uh, when they were, they had. There was another tour group called the Paddy Wagon. So mm. yeah, because they're trying to put all this mix in the wagon, I guess. <laughs> no, no, it was a good time. We had, cool. we had a great time. We a lot of Irish music and a lot of. Uh, Irish whiskey and just oh and by the way when I mm. the first thing I had to do yep. per pastor's request was hop off the plane and grab a Guinness so that's exactly what I did okay. at 10 a.m. in the morning so. nailed it yeah, was good uh, per my request you did not fulfill that one I wanted to see a leprechaun that mm, I, I, I tried a little bit looser I tried than, than <laughs> well I tell you what the 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 lore of leprechauns and fairies are huge. Oh yeah, I mean, I, even still today, mm-hmm. and then and like um, not so much Dublin or the bigger cities, but um, definitely on the rural side. I mean, mm-hmm. they like they won't cut. There's a um, a hawthorn tree. If you see a hawthorn tree in a field that's by itself, you do not cut it down. That's the fairy tree. A what? Um, a what? The hawthorn tree. It's called a hawthorn tree. Okay. If it's singled out, just sitting in a, in a field by itself, you cannot cut it down. If you do, then it's like. 17 years bad luck or something like that. <laughs> yeah, but I, try, I tried to capture a leprechaun, leprechaun, but um, my wife wouldn't let me stay out too late at the pubs, so I, I couldn't <laughs> spot one. So. Me, it look like a leprechaun to me. I got to do look up in the tree. Who else in the leprechaun say yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. It's classic, man. 
Nice. Well, cool, man. I'm glad you you had a good time and glad you're, you're back and safe and all that. Yeah, stuff. shout out to uh, our friend Patrick Smith, a.k.a. McGowan, because evidently he has an England, Englandized name, but he was our tour guide. So he taught nice. us some uh, naughty uh, Gaelic. So, <laughs> yeah, so I may be wearing some shirts around. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. Yeah. Well done. All right, well, uh, let's go ahead and move into some wacky news. So, um, this one is going to, we're going to have to, uh, maybe be, a, have a little kid gloves on if I were to say, um, so <laughs> Florentine Felix Morin, I don't know if you've heard of this, uh, can't quite say gentleman. I don't really know. Uh, he's a, mm, there I go again. It, Are you dropping immature pronouns on this guy? <laughs> well, here's, I can't even say the title. So. Uh, Felix is a visiting PhD student from France and a the article says a transgendered man who was invited to visit the campus of the University of Arizona earlier this year but uh, this week has been relentlessly ridiculed by conservative news medias um, he's uh, become a target of Milo you're gonna have to help me with this one yeah Yanopoulos Milo Yiannopoulos. Yep, that guy. Brett Bart, The Daily News, uh, The Christian Broadcasting Network, and Life uh, Site News for his, quote, here we go, <clears throat> exploration of a metaphorical concept, what he liked to call the trans-animal alter ego. Uh, specifically, he wrote in the Journal of Theoretical Humanities, he is, here it is, a hippopotamus. Is that, did he choose that, or does he feel like that? I'm... Quote, I do strongly love it when my friends call me hippo, refer to my, quote, pause, and pretend that they see no difference between me and one of my stuffed hippopotamuses, <laughs> except that I'm a little bigger than most of them, uh, Morin wrote. Something about being a hippo makes me feel cute, confident, sexy, and safe. Uh, I discovered that the other self was available for me. Being a hippo means that I don't have to be a boy or a girl or a child or an adult Normal or even human. Or strange. Uh, yeah. It means that my smile becomes a hippo smile, and the way that I carry my body, a hippo walk, it brings me freedom, space, and a thrilling sense of possibility. I'm just sorry. I'm, I'm at a blank space right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude is identifying himself as a hippo. As a hippo. Wow. How, do you wanna, how do you begin to unpack that? Um. Yeah, I don't... I don't I really don't know. Um, what is funny is whatever one thinks of Moran's philosophical stance on his identity, what is indisputable is his affiliation with the University of Arizona, <laughs> which a spokesperson has described as non-existent. <laughs> wow. Now, when he flies to these places, mm -hmm. yeah. should he be checked into animal cargo? That's a good question. I mean, honestly. It's a legit question. Yeah, because, I mean, you... If you identify as a hippo... Yeah, I mean, yeah. Absolutely. You should... You should uh, Maybe fly the the animal car. Also, maybe like per weight zoo tags, mm -hmm. Luna Zoo. Um, yeah, he's he. The funny part was that um, the 
the gender and women's studies department was excited to have someone on the edge of creative thinking that would come visit. They put it on the calendar. He arrived on campus once and they never saw him again. So he just showed up to the University of Arizona, said hello, and then left. So, so that scam. was his affiliation. Wow. <laughs> um, Dude, that is... Do you think he's trolling the community? I, that, that's my thing, right? So here's what I... <laughs> my, hippo, my hippo ego was first a metaphor. Uh, here's where I think he's trolling. Warren wrote in his paper, which uh, covers a lot of ground from trans- transgender identity to uh, lesbianism to feminism, sadomasochism. Here we go. As well as as the universe of Harry Potter and it would, uh, what he dubbed the concept of trans species. So he's pulling in Harry Potter in this. I think he's trolling. I think you're right. But how do you identify as a trans species? I don't... Well, I mean, I don't look, I, look I, I admit that where we're at culturally right now with this whole um, trans, the the intersexual, Mm -hmm. the the transgenderism, um, the, uh, the, (laughs) like just for example, in Canada, is it Canada? Canada was the first this week to unveil a uh, kid who has no gender identity on a birth certificate. Okay. Um, And I think California just issued this week also, uh, where people can actually choose their gender on their driver's licenses. Okay. So we're, we're at the beginning of this. Oh yeah. And yes, I, to be honest with you, I, I can't even speak to it at this point because you don't know which ones are trolls and which ones are actually right. yeah. feel this way. I, and, and I will even give you the fact of being a male or a female. That's an issue. That's a question. You know, if that's the case, but to say that you're a hippopotamus. Sure. Is, We've we've lost our our mind. We have lost all part of common but, sense. But when to say sci- that you're a hippo, yeah. But when science doesn't matter anymore, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Facts are out. Sci- science only matters in certain caveats, right? Which basically politics, right? Well, some politics. So this whole cultural paradigm shift is going on right now. Yeah. I can't. Even, oh man, it's well, just it's my. I mean, I have my thoughts on it. Yeah. But a year from now, will they be brash or will they be more? I, I don't know. And, yeah. I mean. Well, I think Miley Cyrus came out saying that she doesn't even identify as an age. She just says that she's a spirit. Right. Can I can I help people out here? You do have an age. You do have a gender, like sure. it or not. Whether if I want to identify as a six six eight foot, you know, tall black basketball player, man, I'm still the short, fat, white guy. That Unfortunately, you're not going to be signed in the NBA. Right. I'm. It's just not going to happen. What, what if I identify as a seventy year old man who should be drawing Social Security? You're right about that. I mean, I wonder how that would fly going down to the Earth. administration office. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Probably mm. not good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, actually, I know how that would fly. I'd be, <laughs> I would be maybe a couple guys with a straight jacket that come to escort me out. Exactly you know right. But but at some point, this is going to be an issue where right. people will say, no, I identify as a 70-year-old man. I should have my Social Security check, which actually might be genius. We may try to do that. What, what if I walk in and uh, Trump Towers and I'm like, mm-hmm. I identify as Trump, as the lost Trump child? Or just saying you you identify as being Trump. Can you just go to the the, the that would house? be huge. <laughs> well done, sir. And, and look, we're not trying to make fun of this. No, I, I just we I don't, don't understand it. But as a hippo, like yeah. that's where I'm like, you identify as a as an animal. Well, I think uh, I think I saw like two years ago a clip from National Geographic. There were a couple kids in mm-hmm. Europe somewhere who were identifying as cats. <laughs> I mean, like living their life seriously as cats. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
Well, some part of the cat. I mean, they're not pooping in litter boxes, but, but well, still, though, if I'm, you're gonna if you're gonna identify as a cat, you need to you need to poop in a litter box. Right. And you need to clean it up. Man, there's so many mm. subcategories now because, like, I'm sure you've seen the one with the people that think they're adult babies. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. But that's like a fantasy, like a fetish thing, right? Like, don't, they don't someone live full time that way. Oh, they, but of course, well, mm. here's where I draw lines: is is my uh, political side that mm-hmm. they also draw benefits, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, you're disabled because of that. Yeah, hey, buddy, dude, that's such a, that's <laughs> such a landmine in today's society. You know what I'm saying? So it's uh, wow. So uh, who knows? Right. I may I may reveal to my wife. I feel like a cheetah. <laughs> She'd be like, Why? <laughs> I'm not going to go there. I think you can finish the punchline there. <laughs> uh, you already are. Yeah. There you go. All right. What do you What do you got, cheetah man? <laughs> uh, let's see. Man released from jail after 17 years hmm. when a police find a lookalike with the same name. <laughs> oh no! Wow. Um, yeah, I guess uh, old CSI messed up messed up there, didn't they? <laughs> a Missouri man who spent 17 years in jail for a crime he did not commit was finally freed when police discovered he had a doppelganger with the same name as him. You are joking. Now this is about a month old, so um, a judge declared there was no longer enough evidence to support the conviction of Richard Anthony Jones. Uh, once it became clear that the eyewitness testimony that he put uh, put him behind bars was mistaken. When I saw the picture, it made sense to me. Jones said in an interview with the Kansas City Star, either you're going to think they're the same person or you're going to think they're look, they look like me. Um, man, these two guys look so much alike. Mm, so while crazy. he was in jail, Jones heard about a prisoner who looked exactly like him. They also share the same first name. Um, <laughs> he brought the information to his lawyers in Missouri Innocence Project and as a last-ditch effort, uh, to appeal his conviction, uh, they were floored, according to the attorneys. Um, Jones was also conv- convicted of robbery in 1999. Well, just this article's long, but, man, <laughs> but they had no DNA, no fingerprints, no physical evidence wow. of this guy. Um, but yeah, as soon as, as soon as the pictures, and you can go on and Google this, man, the pictures they do, these two cats look exactly the same thing. I'm talking about the, from the hair braids to the wow. uh, goatees and everything. So Holy I mean, they, cow, they yeah, do look alike. Yeah, they're like lost twins or something like that, so. Just wow. crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. So, yeah, but evidently uh, evidence is optional 17 years ago. Wow. <laughs> so, but just imagine this guy right now, 17 years out. I'm sure he's ecstatic yeah. to be out, but does he get a paycheck? Does he, yeah. I mean, you know what I'm like, saying? Like, does he get something for compensation for the state holding him? You would think that they would almost have to, right? Like the state, because they have those when you're like wrongly convicted, right? You get a, um, you get something from that. Yeah, I think so. Well, I think one guy got like one guy. I think he spent forty years in prison, and he got eighteen thousand dollars for each year. <laughs> well, well you do get uh, three squares and a cot and a shank <laughs> and something else you didn't pay for. Oh man! So hopefully that guy finds some uh, some peace and restitution outside mm, the uh, yeah. out the prison walls. Mm, goodness gracious. All right, so uh, I'll continue. So there is a story out, and I'm almost tempted to to call BS again on this one. So a the the title of this article is a breatharian couple survives on the universe's energy instead of food. What kind of couple? Breatharian. 
uh, at Bavaria. Is that like is that like from a certain region of Bavaria? <laughs> <laughs> it would make more sense. Okay. Uh, a Bavarian mom and dad who have barely eaten for here we go nine years as they live off the universe's energy. Uh, this is courtesy of the New York Post, which, hmm, there we go. Husband and wife, Aki, Ricardo, and Camelia Castillo uh, believe that food and water aren't necessary and humans can be sustained solely by the energy of the universe. They have a five-year-old son and a two-year-old daughter who have survived on little else besides a piece of fruit or vegetable broth um, just three times per week since 2008. Um this uh, the story goes on to say that even while the mom was pregnant uh, she did not consume any food during that time sorry she ate like three times during that entire time she was out uh just you know hanging out with friends and stuff so it wasn't it was just just for fun uh that they they honestly believe that they do not need to eat any food or water that they can live off the energy of the sun and of the universe nine years that they have not had food I got to call BS on this. Yeah, there's no way no that's way. happening. He's going through uh, like a, a drive through at night. Um, he's getting he's, che- he's definitely cheating on his wife with like a Hardee's burger <laughs> or a Waffle House run. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, they, they continue to be adamant that they haven't had any food. I would stick them, lock them in a room. Put them in a room for a week. Mm-hmm, if and see what happens. And if their kids can't survive, then yeah. obviously you see, the, even if that's even just remotely possible. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like child abuse. Yeah, that's thinking too. Like you would think that you know, child, what is it? Child Protection Services would like right. CPS would. And come. I'm not a big fan of CPS in a lot yeah. of ways, but or C, yeah, CPS. But seriously, well, you're claiming that these they they do cop out saying that they you know they feed their kids whenever they want to eat. They can have pizza and ice cream and all that kind of stuff whenever they want. Which um, is what three times a day. <laughs> but uh but they said that they as a mom and dad don't eat. They survive on the energy of the sun. Dude, that would be awesome. I don't think that that's possible. But what they, are they Superman? That like, would be awesome though, because I mean I love to eat, but mm. Imagine there's no fights between them. Like, honey, what do you want tonight? Oh my gosh, that is the worst. Yeah, I mean, because you know, it's like I don't know what do you want. I don't and then know. It's just a, it's a, it's a rabbit hole. It never stops. What do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? Give me choices. I'll give her four, and I don't like any of those. <laughs> we had we had Korean last night. No, we um, didn't. We we argued until both of us <laughs> ate peanuts. <laughs> and I've seen you guys do that before. It's insane. <laughs> the very end, I just be like, fine, I'm going to McDonald's. See ya. Um, Seriously, this is just nuts. So they're they just how do you? Uh, yeah, well, I think we're calling BS on that. There's no way that's happening. No food, no water for nine years. Just like little bits here and there, bits and pieces. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's gotta be bits. BS. I, yep. Like so, I, th- I would get, I would. It'd be nice to have like a some type of science like uh, uh, science lab or science mm-hmm. organization say, all right, I tell you what, we'll call you bluff. Million yep. dollars. Yep. Two weeks, we want you in here. Got your kids taking, you know, if if you complete this challenge in two weeks where you're only eating, like, vegetable broth once a week, mm-hmm. yeah, you got a million bucks. Yeah. And you can spend it on vacations to sunny places. Yeah, they said that they spend all their grocery money going on vacations and going wow. places. Imagine a million bucks and go a lot of places, people. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. wow. They'd buy a lot of groceries, too. No doubt. Mm-hmm. At least you wouldn't have to pay $9 for asparagus water at Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> no need for that. <laughs> all right, what else you got? NASA wants to probe Uranus. In search of gas. <laughs> is this legit? <laughs> this is actually legit. Yeah. 
Uh, I, I can't even read the contents of this <laughs> article. I just like the title, to be honest with you. But yeah, NASA's uh, getting ready to send uh, our tax dollars and uh, objects out in space to probe for gas on Uranus. I literally thought we got done with the NASA. Well, Obama did cut it, but uh, Trump has now, I think, doubled efforts up. Hot into, dang. You yeah. know what he saw? He saw Armageddon and got a little freaked out. So he's got to check this movie too. out. I just saw Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> like a documentary. Well, there is a new show about an asteroid coming to the Earth now. So maybe he got a little well, freaked I guess, out by yeah, it. I guess we changed it up from zombies to asteroids. I guess so. so wow. Yeah, just... Uh, um, probing for gas. Eh? Probing for gas. No, so... Uh, just the title. Just the That's title alone is just catch-worthy. But, yeah. I do have one other one that just uh, it tickled my fancy a little bit. So, so the last story I got here is uh, hazmat crews respond after geese <laughs> poop on seventeen <laughs> Disneyland park cars. <laughs> uh, same thing. Just I can't even read the contents, but basically this uh, the article sums up. There was seventeen people who basically got pooped on by geese um, as a mass a mass pooping, and uh, they had to call a hazmat team. Are you kidding me? So, but it happened in Anaheim, California. Uh-huh. So, um, but 9 p.m. at night um, in front of the Sleeping Beauty Castle. Of course it was. Uh, everybody was gathered for fireworks. And I guess literally the fireworks scared the <laughs> out of them. So. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's been, it, it, it was all over Twitter and stuff for a day about this. And uh, hazmat. <laughs> that's, that's like where people come out in suits. Yeah. Oh, to scrub yeah. you down and like de- you know, decontaminate you. So that. Listen, just can you imagine being that? That's a great family picture. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would just use some Windex or something like that. I don't even know what cleans poop up, but I know Windex. My mom would have taken a handkerchief, spit into it, and wiped mm-hmm. it off of me and be like, yeah. all right, move on. Let's, let's move on. No. So I don't, I don't quite I don't quite get the whole hazmat thing. But what do they do? Eat nuclear waste or something? I mean, <laughs> well, it is California. You have no <laughs> idea what's going on out there. That is true. Hmm. All right. So uh, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about. Um, early year we were celebrating a whole one year anniversary so we're going to talk about happy anniversary our highs and lows and all that kind of fun stuff so yeah uh, stay tuned for that we'll be back this is lieutenant governor dan Forrest, and you're listening to the southern fried philosophy podcast this is lisa weaver you're listening to southern fried philosophy stay right or be left eternity is a long time to be wrong this is Miss Liberty Bell, and you are listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is the head solutionary, Marshall Ray from Black Lives Matter, and you're listening to Southern Fried Philosophy. We are live. All right, so here's the deal. Call my phone number. First person to call my phone number will win our one-year prize. This is going to be insane. This could either backfire like a champ or whatever. <laughs> so we're going to see if we can make this thing work. If uh, if you're watching right now on Facebook Live, you call the phone number that's uh, listed on there. There should be a, fa- a phone number on there. Call it yeah. out one more time just in case. So just in case if you don't, it's 936-827-827. So you call this cell phone. And um, and we'll have our, our winner. So this is either going to... you probably have Sammy from the IRS calling to tell you the cops are on the way. <laughs> so um, do we need to write it down? Or is it going to be on the... It's, it's on the screen. It's on the screen. So mm-hmm. call the number. First person to call the number will win the contest. Hopefully I typed the number in right. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy's getting a phone call right now. Uh, I have no idea what's going on. Sometimes I can be dyslexic with numbers. So. <laughs> 
Um, by the way, if you do win, we're going to talk about the prize that uh, that we're going to give away. It is fantastic. So um, I will encourage you to, to give us a call. It's Tim. Hey, buddy. How you doing? We're doing well. We're over here listening to the uh, podcast. We're really enjoying it. Very cool. Well, Tim, you are the first winner uh, of the one-year package anniversary, the one-year anniversary oh, package. Awesome. You get some uh, McDonald's coupons and uh, <laughs> a free Frosty. Uh-oh, we've got more coming in. You That is that is not the winner, Virginia. Um, so, Tim, are you still with me? I am. All right, so here's what you're going to win. Uh, you are going to win a $25 gift certificate. Um, now to, to where? To well, here's what I'm going to say: to okay. anywhere you want to go. Um, but if you use one of our sponsors, so if you go to anybody that's been on the show or anybody that um, is uh, connected with the show, so that's Southern Grace Distilleries, J Lee Crafted, Kentucky Nose, Bad Mother Smokers, we're going to double that and give you a fifty dollar gift certificate for that. Oh, that's that's crazy. That's per- you, you, you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> also, you're going to get a. You're also going to get a bottle of Bad Mother Smoker smoking sauce. Um, you're going to get two tickets donated to uh, to the Whiskey Prison. You're going to go get to visit the Whiskey Prison, so two tickets to that. That's a tasting also, right? And a tasting yeah. also to that. And, Tim, you get to co-host an episode with us. How about that? Holy cow. You guys give, give, and give, and never take, do you? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we're, we'll gladly take. So, <laughs> No, nah, we appreciate you listening, Tim. Yeah, Tim, thank you so much. Uh, for listening, well, I appreciate you're, it. You're, uh, we you, will definitely uh, tune in to the rest of the show, and uh, you guys keep uh, giving some quality podcasts, and I'm sure everybody else will enjoy it as well. You guys take care. All right, thanks, man. Right, we thanks, appreciate, Tim, appreciate it. Appreciate it. So it's been it's been a year. It's been one full year. That episode we've, episode 39 this this time. So yeah. So out of the 52 weeks, we've done 39 of the episodes. We've been so slack. We're probably it's probably okay. need, yeah. It's all right. <laughs> but um, so. I guess we're going to discuss some highlights from this from this, uh, this year and yep. uh, what's been some of our favorite interviews. So Yep. So top five moments that you've had for one year of being on the show. Uh, number one, being on the show. Being on the show. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, kind of, it's like uh, like we kind of talked about pre-shows. Mm-hmm. Never thought we'd be doing this. Well, not for me. I mean, you've done it before, but um, it's something I've listened to a lot of podcasts. I mm-hmm. think I have cont- content to contribute, but... Just one of those things that leaps of faith. So I, I got to thank you for getting me out of my, yeah, my shell, and uh, just also has been a good thing for my recovery yeah. from, tra- from transplant surgery. So um, just having an avenue to get out weekly yeah. to, to to talk. Um, well, I think that they told you like when you were recovering from that, like the best thing for you to do is a podcast. <laughs> I missed that. You of course, missed I missed a lot of things. My wife tells me, "No, they, that's what they told you," so. but. Um, that's that's been a pretty thing. The, the interviews. Yeah. Um, we first started out. We uh, a lot of our, our friends in our circle who um, we knew, kind of knew what they did, mm-hmm. but to be able to reach out to them and have them come in and talk about specific topics that we wanted to talk about. Um, having my, my friend Schwabe, mm-hmm. who's a yep. who's a Muslim, uh, come in and kind of explain his service. You know, he was a uh, he's a American, uh, I think Army soldier mm-hmm. or a veteran. Sorry. Um, Having him come in and explain uh, his life, coming from Algeria to immigra- uh, immigrate over here to serve in this country, but also his faith, um, because we have a lot of misnomers about that. To uh, having in our in our missional family, um, Mackie and uh, Megan Johnson, Johnson yep. um, coming in and discussing uh, 
Mackey's uh, works in an addiction clinic mm-hmm. and he's discussing addiction and kind of some of the myths and truths to, you know, some of the some of the guests I guess would be considered national. You know, having like yeah. um, Mosh Ture from Black Guns Matter yeah. and his passion for uh, talking about um, urban uh, urban uh, gun rights, gun rights, education, and also safety education and it's what he's doing nationally right now is pretty pretty awesome yeah i was just gonna say like even just like checking his facebook page lately he's like really still up in his game and doing some really oh, cool he's, stuff i think there. he's i think he's tripled down yeah. on, on where he stands and which is awesome and hopefully he'll come to charlotte soon we'll we'll yeah. see that so and even mason weaver we had him that was on yeah. fox news that came on the show that yeah. was really awesome you did a great job getting that he uh he i think he's now writing for a wn wnd uh website so okay congratulations to mason for uh, getting out there nailed it yep so cool. Uh, I think one of my, you mentioned guests. I think one of my favorite was my grandma. It was cool to interview uh, her. It's probably one of the hardest, uh, interviews that I've had to do. Right. Uh, just cause it's somebody that you know and love, but, uh, having her on the show has been, it'll was, be timeless. Awesome. Also timeless. Yeah. I mean, it's something you'll always have. And, um, unfortunately, you know, uh, I mean, I guess you could record, but in this type of format, wasn't really around when my right. grandparents passed. Right. So, um, Seeing that, but yeah, she's a precious lady. Insights. I mean, just imagine the history she's seen yeah. through her eyes. But um, and also, I, I have a, I have a keen spiritual relationship with her just because of food. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, and she's probably a master of Southern cuisine that I, you know, yeah. I wish I could, I wish I could master. So, so go back and listen to episode thirty-eight. She's uh, an incredible woman, but she keeps telling everybody. I've 37, been, 37, thirty-seven. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, she kept saying, uh, I've been on the radio telling all of her friends, like, you won't believe I was on the radio. So it's so awesome. funny uh, to hear her do that. So um, another guest that we had that I really loved was Lieutenant Dan uh, Forrest uh, from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool guy. Uh, really awesome to have him on the show. I thought that would have brought in bazillion listeners, um, but it didn't. <laughs> but it was still a really cool interview. That well, North Carolina's hated. Oh, that's that still hated. So. <laughs> um. Yeah, so the other one I thought that was one of my highlights was when we spontaneously called uh, Putter the Squirrel. Yep. Um, you just kind of said, hey, let's give him a call. <laughs> so yeah, we called. Reverend Putter, Putter's uh, from Fantasy Isle. It wasn't the squirrel that we really called. Well, so. we, we don't know that for sure. No, but um, <laughs> but uh, the owners of uh, Fantasy Isle Ice Cream and golf, Mini Golf and uh, Coast North Carolina, Oak Island, Oak Island, I believe. But, yeah, they picked up right away, talked to us about Putter. Putter's a squirrel who <laughs> – comes down every afternoon for an evening uh, ice cream cone. It's a yeah. little midget cone, so you cone <laughs> you cone, can't say yeah. that these days. Yeah, so you don't you don't have to worry about the diabetes, the, the so, sugars, the sugars. <laughs> so so uh, and also Putter gave birth later on and uh, to two little squirrelettes, mm. and uh, we we actually were in the running for the names. I I, I, gave, I gave up Mulligan and Shank, but they chose mm. uh, something else. I wish so. it was bigger than Mojo. That would have been good. Yeah, that could have sponsored good. the squirrel. I would have been glad to. <laughs> Pay, pay tattooed or tattooed our logo. Them, yeah. <laughs> uh, any other great uh, memories that you had? Oh, man, I think there's a lot. You know, just yeah. because if you ask myself last year, do I feel still, still feel the same about certain things? Mm. I think I've probably changed a little bit. Not you know, on certain things, you know, yeah. philosophically to yeah. um, spiritual things to um, just even parenting. You know, mm. just because you when you're in the middle of that muck, you know, and you, you start searching also, but also for the show, you research things yeah, and you, you research a lot for content and, um, also guest, you yeah. know, because some, some of the guests, um, you have that they, they challenge your personal beliefs and you have to kind of think about that. So it's been a nice thought experiment personally for yeah. me 
because I've, I've shifted on some things. Not saying I'm like, you know, going to give up my guns or, you know, I'm going to become a vegetarian. I'm just saying that, you know, you, <laughs> or a breathitarian, breathitarian. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but you know, just things like that kind of challenge my personal, my personal beliefs. Yeah. So very cool. Yeah. I think, uh, uh, grace, grace advocacy, yeah. uh, was, uh, was an awesome guest to, to understand just, um, mental processes of kids and, and how to parent that it could be yeah. helpful for, I think even just listeners that are struggling with that. Yeah. Amazing grace. Um, yeah. With Gwen, amazing grace. Yeah. With Gwen. Yep. Um, great group. Uh, another great guest was Redeeming Joy mm-hmm. with uh, Lainey George. Yeah. Which, by the way, shout out to Lainey George. She uh, she got picked up as a charity for the Panthers. Awesome, so yeah. the Panthers are going to help uh, with her charity, yeah. her organization. So that's awesome. Yeah, that was, that was good. So, And a little bit about Redeeming Joy. Redeeming Joy uh, is an uh, uh, organization founded by Lainey who helps women out of sex trafficking, sex slavery. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lainey has a pretty amazing story of her own personal uh, walk through sex slavery and getting mm-hmm. out of that and redemption to God's grace. And, uh, just a pretty fascinating story. I mean, just yeah. a great lady, very humble. Um, and we've kind of partnered up with her, our church yeah. to help her out. So cool. Um, some other highlight that I had was, um, and this is probably one of my highlights of all for, so for, for 39 episodes, um, the poop story that you shared on episode 36, <laughs> That made your highlight reel. That was the highlight reel, yes, sir. All when, I know, all I know is I had that story in the back of my head on the way to Ireland. <laughs> oh man, I always always search for the vomit bags as soon as you hop on plane. So. If you don't know that story, please go back to episode thirty six on that one because that was <laughs> that one owned me like none other. Oh, that was uh, that was classic. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure there'll be many more coming in the future. <laughs> so. What um, what do you what do you see in the future for us? What do you what do you hope? Uh, well, I want we want to be able to do this full time. Sure. So instead of next year, instead of doing thirty nine episodes, we'd like to do five a week. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Every, every morning, day. every morning from the drive time. <laughs> four uh, four hours a day would be awesome. Right. I'd like to uh, be able to retire uh, doing the show. Yeah. Um, Not ne- next year though. N- well, I'd like to do it next year to end it next year. Oh, okay. But in the show? In, not in the show. <laughs> in my job. There you so go. I could do this full time. Um, but we do have some awesome, awesome guests that are coming up for the next year. Sure. So um, I really would tell you, this is like our, our year starting out. Yeah. And, you know, the first year is always the hardest, especially in, in man and podcast. I think we had a great year. I mean, we had some. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, our, our local guests have been great to yeah. some of our national guests. So Yeah. Um, and just I think our next two episodes, we actually have another cooking, kind of cooking podcast with yep. uh, Royal Oak. Uh, charcoal mm. they're gonna come on and talk about you know summer grilling by the way can <clears> i <throat> do a timeout i grilled uh july 4th and my entire food tasted like charcoal so i'm, I'm gonna you didn't, let it, you didn't let it burn out enough i'm gonna need to- but also and then i, I think the following week we have a uh, christian piccolini from uh, life after hate is coming on he's going to discuss um how he started out as a troubled youth and um, part of a neo-nazi um organization and then after that having his redeeming story now, helping people out of that lifestyle. So he's a, he's a great guest. He was supposed to be this week, but he, uh, he actually had to fly to Switzerland for a conference to uh, speak at. So he had to fly uh, to Switzerland, Switzerland. Holy cow. He's, he's been sharing pictures of uh, Switzerland and, uh, it's not a bad looking place. I'm going to bring me back some chocolate because I heard that's some really good stuff. Uh, Yeah, maybe you probably can bring (laughs) booze back easier than chocolate. I'm telling you. So, but, um, no, we just have, we have some, um, yeah. great guests coming up and just some hopefully some new segments we'll kind of craft and create and yeah and uh you know but also we're listener driven so obviously yeah. if there's 
things that we would like for us to hear and talk about um, or guests that we should approach, please let us know because, yeah. you know, be honest with you, when I, when I start thinking about guests, I, I go, who, who interests me? Who, right. who do I want to talk to about what? And right. a lot of times, trust me, I, I could I could have someone on here every time that I disagree with because I just want to hear their opinion right. and kind of cutting through the noise of background yeah. voices. So yeah. um, we're we're open. I mean, we I think we've kind of had, like you said, we've kind of had the uh, um, the the just broad range of guests. Yep. I mean, so if it's you want to focus on uh, posing religious views, hey, we'll talk about it. If you want to a comedian well hey we'll have a just people yeah. have interesting stories people are human at the end of the day i mean people yeah. are human in the beginning and the end of the, end of the days <laughs> well, there's there's stories mixed in between so you know you just got to find um the commonalities you know common ground we all got to live on the surface so finding out the interesting facts about their life has just been the, yeah. gr- the greatest thing i think about this podcast yeah so. no doubt so i i didn't realize the the problem that this is going to cause by giving out my own personal cell phone number. <laughs> <laughs> so we've already had Tim win the contest, yeah. so everybody's done. All right. Um, yeah, I, I'm really excited about uh, this year. We've got, uh, I know one of the guests that we're going to have is uh, Ryan Lemon from Kentucky Sports Radio. Mm. Uh, he's going to be on the show. We've got Shelly Coley who's going to be on the on the radio or on the show. She's a musician from uh, Texas. Um, I th- and we've got some really big names that are, I think are coming up. So. Yeah. I'm I'm super stoked. So stick with us. Uh, again, go on the website, listen to the show, uh, share it, give us reviews, and and all that fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, just like I said, please go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Um, give us a like, a subscribe is great, but also a review is even better. The reviews help us move up in the analytics of right. podcasting on each one of those channels, um, and also just helps people find us a lot easier. Um, but also go to our any of our social media places uh facebook so is southern fry philosophy you can find us at twitter instagram at sfp radio and um also the interwebs yeah so we're in this year my next goal is to get the website <laughs> i know nothing about websites i will say so. uh bobber has decided uh to help with that okay so it's gonna be even better this ne- next right. year so it'll, it'll be awesome good deal so um guys thank you again for tuning yeah, in yeah we thank appreciate you it. for checking us out on facebook live yeah we appreciate uh appreciate the listeners we've accumulated over the yeah year. so it's, it's nice to it feels like a little round table we get to kind of sit down and discuss things and listen yeah so thanks for tuning in guys i appreciate it and as always keep looking up <laughs>